Hey y'all, I'm Jordan Gill, host of the System Samey podcast. More entrepreneurs are seeking freedom and flexibility, but how does that really happen? Systems, of course. I'm lifting the hood to my successful life first business, sharing strategies and thought-provoking prompts to how your business can accomplish the same for you. Let's get it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the System Samey podcast. This is episode three of a six-episode series all centered around how automated marketing is no longer going to cut it uh, in this industry and what you should be looking to do as far as a marketing strategy moving forward. So uh, again, this is episode number three out of the six episode series, and I'm going to touch on why automation is plummeting your business sales. The biggest reason people are drawn to automated marketing is the ability to work less. I also 100% unsubscribe to the hustle and team no sleep culture that's flagrantly being taught everywhere. And just in case you needed a reminder of what nine to fives are like, where most of y'all came from, 44% of employees in the U.S. feel overworked, 50% of full-time employees work over 40 hours per week, and 74% of remote workers reported feeling burnt out. And the source is GitNux. So, It is no wonder that when we all, including me, went out on our own, one of the main drivers was to work less, which I will repeat is not inherently bad. But let's discuss where this all may have gone wrong. Number one, automated marketing is really just a race to see who can talk to their prospects and clients the least. We see the social media posts and emails every day. I just made 118K while gallivanting in Europe. I just took a four-week sabbatical and made 275000 I only have to talk to my clients one day a month and I charge fifteen k. Heck, I even have an advanced training talking about how I made six figures a year working with clients four days a month. We all have this indirect desire to make a ton of money without ever having to deal with people. I'm not even pointing the fingers at introverts or highly sensitive folks or even empaths. I get that sometimes it's a real need to protect yourself from too much peopling. But also, Since when did this become the measure of success? Surely this wasn't the case for our parents' and grandparents' generations. They brag about how they walk into their town's grocery store and the cashier knows their family by name. When I visited my grandparents actually a few months ago, they legit put their home address in the local newspaper so their friends in town could send them a happy anniversary card. They've been married for 75 years. My mind was blown by how completely unsafe that was, but I digress times have changed. We can now be connected with our bestest friends by following them on Instagram. One click of a button and I can know what my best friend in Connecticut ate for breakfast this morning without having to call her. And let's not forget how we speak more about quantities than qualities of our businesses. Oh, I have 30,000 people on my email list, but how many have replied to your emails and you took the time to actually write them back? I just crossed 100k on Instagram. Do you respond to them in your DMs? There's so much more emphasis on the quantity of relationships rather than the quality. Remember Alex from the Copy Posse's point about it taking an average of 34 touch points for people to purchase now. Yeah, this is what happens when we rely too heavily on automated marketing to increase our sales. Most people don't have enough touch points or even meaningful conversations with their audience to bring in more sales, which leads me to my next point. Number two, how we describe our audience and our worth in the online world is messed up. 
I attended a very corporate conference in Nashville a couple weeks ago, and I used what I thought was the right language to describe my audience, sub-million-dollar businesses. Every person I spoke to looked at me sideways until one person said, oh, you mean emerging businesses? Wow, yes. Let me go bury my head into a sewer drain for how stupid I must have sounded for categorizing my audience by revenue. But this is how we talk in the online space. Revenues followers, email list size, team size, profit margin. Us humans love numbers, including myself, but it doesn't always give us the full context in most cases. I'd love to know how many of your clients' kids' names do you know? What's your what's one of your clients' most proud moments? When did they experience the most vulnerable moment last year? The answers to these things impress me more than if you rattle off a bunch of stats. It's like that that moment in Pretty Woman where she was judged by those retail folks for thinking she had no value to them, aka money to spend. And then she came back with her bags and said, big mistake, huge, while waving, you know, again, those massive shopping bags. There have been so many times I've reached out to people just to say hi or connect in some level and was totally dismissed. And then soon enough, they stumble upon my Instagram or see me mention someone they know, and now I'm worth talking to. It just, ew, I I just can't. I can't help but think that all of this automation and passiveness in online business has led us to see people as numbers, transactions really. And people can feel that difference when experiencing your business. So they'll unsubscribe in a heartbeat. No sales for you. But let's address the elephant in the room. Number three, funnel hackers, copycatters, screenshotters. Oh my. With more people in the marketplace comes more opportunities for scammers and screenshotters. And first, let me admit, I have a library of sales pitch screenshots. However, I use them as truly inspiration and not to resell or scrape word for word. But that's not to diminish the severity of this. I was just talking to a friend about month-to-month memberships and how folks will just join for one month, uh, you know, and screenshot everything and then bounce. Another friend spoke about how she got such a high conversion rate on everything, every part of her funnel except sales. And in her Why Didn't You Buy survey, the number one response was, oh, I just wanted to see how you had things set up. These things are hurting your sales tremendously because you aren't able to know someone's true intentions when they're going through your automated abyss without conscious touch points. With all the automation, it welcomes folks that are literally just creeping around versus actually interested in working with you or buying your stuff. This is a leaky client experience all around. Sometimes I feel like the online marketing space attracted a lot of us avoidant attachment people, and we just created our own little avoidant bubble. Hi, I'm Jordan, and I have an avoidant attachment style. (laughs) This leads me to ask, is automated marketing really serving us? Is it really bringing in revenue in the most efficient way? Is it alleviating the skepticism and nervousness in the industry? Probs not. These are really not congruent with working less in the season of our industry. The biggest question everyone reading this article should ask themselves right now is really this. How do I build more trust into my online business from the very beginning of my client journey? Because I will tell you what's not going to bring more trust right now is having no way for your prospects to talk to you or someone in your business before purchasing. Weird bot conversations that pretend to be you in the DMs. Expensive Facebook ads that don't bring in right fit clients. Evergreen webinars that pretend to be live, daily pre-scheduled emails that lack warmth and value, unedited chat GPT sales pages and websites. 2023 is bringing a shakeup, 
for everyone. And if you want to make a big change for the better, it's time to add more conversations and connections to your business. Less Facebook ads, more JV webinars, less paying PR people, more podcast guesting swaps, less list buying, more sharing freebies with congruent audiences. For this new approach to land, I'm going to showcase how adding consistent collaborations into your business will get you over the trust hurdle that comes with cold audiences and therefore create more authority than reach because it ultimately ultimately doesn't matter how many people you reach if they have zero trust in you. The next episode coming up that you can expect is let me introduce you to new audiences and expanding your reach. All right. I hope to see you over there. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for daily advice or LinkedIn if that's more of your jam. Let me know if anything resonated with you by DMing me or tagging me in stories. 